Thank you guys for tuning in. It is Tuesday. I am uh, got off work, came home, ate dinner, and now I have a podcast because the Summer League is over. And I wanted to uh, pick up on who was my favorite uh, player to watch during Summer League. So I obviously checked out the games. Um, I got to check out Wimby. And um, I got to check out a lot of different players. Some of them were not as uh, kind of probably not what I thought they would be. Um, but I am going to say that I was very, 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 very impressed with Asar Thompson. Is that how, I, how you pronounce his name? I hope so. But I am superly impressed with this kid. Not only does he have the two-way um, ability, but you can tell defensively that he's a go-getter defensively. I think defense is always overlooked. You know what I'm saying? Um, A lot of players don't realize if you come in as a defensive threat, a lot of the offense is going to come to you because of how good you play defense. He's going to be an all-NBA talent with Detroit. Um, I definitely see that for him. Um, Shooting ability is pretty good. It just seems like he just has it all. Like, you know, there are some players who come in and they don't really – um, you know, they can't, they have certain things they're really good at. This guy just seems like he's pretty much good at everything. Um, average 13.5 points, uh, average nine rebounds, uh, average 3.5 assists, two steals. Yes, his efficiency was pretty good as well. Uh, you know, three point percentage wasn't the best. Uh, his field goal percentage was 46.5. What I, took away from him and his game though is that he's a monster defensively that's what I took away from uh Asar and his game like I don't care about anything else if you are a player at that age coming into the NBA um which is to me a defensive driven league because if you can play defense good then you will blossom as an offensive uh threat so personally I think a lot of players some they don't have the the offense you know like we've watched players be really very good offensively, but they don't give anything defensively, you know, and that to me has always been a very big problem. If you can't at least, um, you know, give something uh, defensively as a really good offensive threat, you probably don't have a long lasting career with a team. You may bounce to team to team just based on the fact that you're really good offensively, but if you're really good defensively, the offense is going to always come. So I think he's putting himself in an amazing position. He's a really good versatile. Again, his versatility is insane. He's a good two-way player. He's legit. Um, yeah, like I think this kid is going to do really good. He played in four games. Um, you know, as I said, averaged 13.5 points, um, averaged almost 10 rebounds. <laughs> I mean, you know, what more can you really ask from a player that's coming in? to show his skill skill set. Um, I definitely think he was worth the fifth overall pick for the Detroit Pistons. I think they're going to be very happy with that pick. Obviously, they're in the rebuilding stage with their team. Uh, Detroit is not one of those, you know, uh, very, very great teams right now, record-wise. Uh, they haven't had the best seasons, but I definitely feel like picking this kid up is going to really uh, help them a lot. And I'm very excited to watch him play. I also enjoyed the story of him and his twin brother um, being picked back to back. I'm not sure if his, because his other brother's name, Amen. (laughs) That's his other brother's name. So uh, they're twins. And I think they were picked either fifth, sixth, or fourth and fifth. But 
either way, they're both in the NBA. Um, you know, a man has things to work on. Um, Asar is, is, is to me, he's definitely a, a pretty good player. And um, I definitely think he's going to more than likely be the one that people, um, yeah, he's going to, he's, he's going to be, a, he's going to, he's going to grow really fast uh, in the NBA. So again, I'm very excited to watch him play. He was the, the kid that I was most impressed with this summer league. And, um, you know, I definitely wanted to do a, you know, a podcast just to uh, say that because, you know, again, summer league is great to watch. You know, you get to see who really enjoys ball, um, who just, you know, obviously once the off season comes, they just want to go and do whatever. But a lot of people stay in the gym. They watch basketball to gain more knowledge or whatever the case is. I saw a lot of NBA players at the games, just like I saw a lot of NBA players at the WNBA um, all-star game, which is really cool. WNBA All-Star Game, by the way, had so many views uh, this year, almost a million views uh, just for the countdown watch. And I really think that's amazing because the WNBA has, has has grown so much, you know, and I think women's basketball in general has grown, you know, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, Iowa and LSU bought in 9.9 million views. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous for a college women's basketball game. And that's amazing because that lets you know right there, more people are watching, um, you know, women's basketball in general. So the fact that more people are watching women's basketball, yes, the WNBA is going to benefit from that. And I think they've benefited a lot from it. And, you know, it's amazing to see that the views went up, you know, that could possibly be have a lot to do with a lot of different things. I know Kalani was the um, halftime performer. Uh, I know Brittany Griner was playing. You know, a lot of people have been tuning in to watch her, um, you know, um, Jill Lloyd was the uh, MVP of the game. And, you know, I just, you know, I enjoy watching the WNBA a lot because, you know, they are ballers out there. You know, like they're doing this professionally. They don't get a lot of, sometimes I feel like they don't get the respect they deserve. And I honestly feel like, you know, hoopers. Now, when it comes down to basketball players, we give respect when respect is due. You know, I'm a, I'm, I played college basketball. You know, I played basketball. So that love for the game is always there with me, you know. NBA players always show WNBA players love, you know, it's, it's usually the people who don't play basketball who are, you know, very hard on women in general, because, you know, again, this is not the men's game, you know, so disrespecting women's ball is, has always been something that, um, you know, outsiders, especially people who don't, who don't play basketball do. There are a lot of guys and women who give those professionals their credit because, you know, who like, for instance, if I didn't play basketball and I saw somebody dunking or just dribbling between their legs and hitting jump shots and looking smooth, I'd be like, damn, yo, that's that's really cool, you know, because that's just me. Um, but because I play basketball, it's like a natural thing to me to see somebody hooping and be like, damn, yo, like, you're nice. You know, whether it's a man or a woman, I'm like, yo, you're nice, whatever, whatever. It, it is what it is, you know, and I kind of think that's just how it was with me growing up playing basketball. When I was young, I used to play with a lot of guys. So, you know, I would always, if I made a shot or if I did anything on the court, they'd be like, ooh, you know, things like that. And it's like, you know, yeah, I'm a girl, but yeah, I could still play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it was, it's something I love to do. And I still can go to the gym right now and play basketball, hit jump shots and have fun with it. Because, you know, I've done that. I've done that all my life, you know, since I was uh, 12 years old. That's that's what I've been doing. You know, 11 actually. You know, since I was 11, I played basketball, and yeah, it's always been something that um, 
I love to do at at such a young age. And, you know, again, basketball is just an, a thing that people grow with, you know, naturally, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely happy about the WNBA growing more. I think that's amazing for them and their league. I do feel like there are a lot of things they can work on. But, you know, you got to take baby steps. You know, you got to see the growth. You got to say, okay, we see these things are growing. Well, let's work on these things. And that helps to, the help, that helps the league. And that lets people know you're trying as well. I know Kelsey Plum, one of the WNBA players for the Las Vegas Aces, actually came out and said there's a lot of things that need to be fixed in the WNBA right now. You know, there are a lot of things that they need to look into before they try to expand and get more teams. And I be- and, and I agree with her because that is absolutely the truth. Um, you can't. You got to work on. You got to take baby steps. You know, you can't. Dra- you know, just jump into certain things uh, just because it's just it just doesn't work that way. But again, shout out to uh, Asar Thompson of the Detroit Pistons. I loved watching him play uh, this NBA Summer League. He was my favorite player to watch. Um, you know, I want to get into um, also to the, the uh, it was another player, Wemby. I, 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 I'm, I'm still on the edge with it because, you know, my thing is I don't think anybody's ever going to touch the hype that LeBron had, you know, before he came into the league, obviously. But you know, I, I honestly feel like, you know, uh, the comparisons are always funny to me. You know, you always hear people being compared. And, you know, I, I personally think that, you know, it, it needs to, uh, it needs to stop. <laughs> you know, I, I think um, comparing players to me is an is a issue that a lot of, you know, a lot of the analysts and people, they have, that's a problem. You know, Wimby coming into the league, he should just be talked about as being another player coming into the league. You know, he has hype. Why would you compare him to LeBron? You know, I think that's going to happen, but there's no way in the world people actually think that somebody is going to be able to, you know, hold up to that. Every player that they've tried to compare to, you know, big-time people, you know, for instance, Greg Oden, guys who... You know, they're not even playing in the league anymore. Greg Oden is not even playing in the league anymore. That dude is not even thought of. Nobody thinks about him. Nobody talks about him. He's not even somebody that people care about paying attention to. So um, the idea that he would, you know, be compared to somebody like LeBron or any of those really, really good centers like Shaq or anything like that before even, you know, really doing anything is actually absurd to me. And I really think it's absurd to say Wemby would be anything like LeBron. That's ridiculous to even say because he doesn't even play anything like LeBron. I think there are so many different players you could possibly compare him to. I would actually look at Wemby and say he could be more of a Kevin Durant than LeBron James. I'm just being honest. He looks more like a Kevin Durant type of dude than he does LeBron James. LeBron James comes with the fit in the body that a lot of players just don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like, he comes with that build that a lot of players just didn't have. Yes, he had to grow into it, but if you look at Wimby right now and you compare him to Kevin Durant, the one that played at Texas um, in college, he looks sort of like Kevin Durant. He doesn't really look like LeBron. So why, why is he being compared to LeBron? He literally plays more like Kevin Durant to me than LeBron. That's just what I took from his games. I didn't take, this is a LeBron-type player. I don't know where they get that from. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not too many players that play like LeBron James. I'm not even, you know, I'm a very big basketball fan, and I I watch basketball all the time. I don't see where he, he reminds anybody of LeBron James. It's really absurd to even put him in the same 
combo as LeBron just because he has a little hype on him. It doesn't make sense to me. Kevin Durant had a lot of hype, too, when he was, you know, coming out of Texas and things like that. People said he was going to be really good, and he was really good. Um, he just, to me, he hasn't lived up to the hype as far as, you know, what people felt he was going to be. I do still feel like he's he's gonna, he's he's an NBA legend, obviously, but, it, you know, has he lived up to the hype? No, I don't think so. That's just my personal opinion. People are going to say I'm wrong. All right, cool. That's just, again, that's just my opinion. With this whole Wimby thing, um, and I hope I'm saying his name right. I hope I'm not saying it wrong. I hate when I say people's name wrong on my podcast and somebody checks me on it or somebody says something about it. But look, I don't I don't believe the hype with, with, with him as a basketball player, and I think it's crazy to compare him to LeBron. So my thing with that is I just want people to stop. I've seen him play. I like his game. He's going to be good. He's just not, to me, he's not going to live up to that hype. So, you know, that's just me, my opinion. <laughs> Again, as I said, that's just my opinion. Um, also, to the Brandon Miller player uh, from the Charlotte Hornets, uh, that's what I wanted to touch on. Uh, you know, obviously I'm in Charlotte, so you know I, I go to the Hornets games a lot. My pops always get season uh, tickets, so I'm always able to get nice seats to the games to watch the ball, like you know, watch watch the uh, the the dude's ball what I want to say though uh, with the Brandon Miller dude um I'm still conflicted on the whole situation with you know the, the the female the woman who was shot with the child that he was in the car with I still don't I still don't I don't know how to take that you know that whole situation I think we're gonna learn a little bit more about the type of person he is once you know the NBA he starts playing in the NBA once things start happening, whatever the case is. I would hope that this guy is a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to give people an opportunity before I talk. But again, all I can think of is that a young black mother lost her life due to to, a, to gun violence. And he was a part of some of it, as, as people were saying. We don't know if this friend just took the charge because he wanted to be a good friend and he knew his, his friend was going to go to the NBA. Something's not up with the story. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be that person to say, oh, well, I don't believe it. You know, oh, whatever. He a black man. People trying to take him down. No. Because I think at the end of the day, the truth should come out. Regardless. People never want to, you know, for instance, I remember a story a long, long time ago. Um, it was a story a long, long time ago with Kevin Porter Jr.'s father. Father uh, was in the car with a woman. He shot her. Um, supposedly he shot her because of a rejection. Whatever the case was, he got off of that. Then he went and did something else crazy. So basically what I'm saying is we really don't know. Um, we, we, we really don't know what's going to happen. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm just pointing out this guy's 20 years old. He still has a very bright future, obviously in the NBA. He just got picked and, you know, second, uh, in the draft. So he's doing amazing. I'm just saying at the end of the day, as, as a person who wants to be supportive and also still wants to support this kid, I just hope that I don't make the wrong decision by supporting somebody who I later find out uh, did some weirdo stuff. And that's all I'm saying. Like, 
I don't, I, don't, I just have to keep it all the way honest on my podcast, and that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to be that person that, you know, acts like, oh, you know, nothing happened. It's just, you know, whatever is done, when it's over. No, it's really not done and it's over because a woman still lost her life at the end of the day. A mother at that. So, again, it's just something to think about. You know, Brandon Miller, I hope he has an amazing career uh, with the Charlotte Hornets. I hope he does well in Charlotte. You know, obviously, again, I, I live here in Charlotte. I want, I want to see anybody do well. I just want to be able to support, the, the, support good people. You know, that's the kind of person I am. I understand he's young. He's going to make mistakes, things like that. Somebody lost their life behind that mistake, though, if that is a mistake on his end. I don't, still don't know the story of what happened. We don't know the story of the Brandon Miller situation. So a lot of people speaking and talking about it and saying, oh, you know, a lot of people got mad at Malika Andrews because she's sitting and talking about what happened. And, you know, she's giving the play by play of what happened in the situation. And people are like, why does she bring that up? Because she's a journalist. She's supposed to drop facts. She's supposed to talk. ESPN are the people that are telling her to say these things. So if they are putting her in hot water to speak out on things that have happened with certain players, how can y'all be upset about it? She's just doing her job as a journalist. And I think she does an amazing job. Malika Andrews is actually one of my favorite people to watch on ESPN Sports Center. She does an amazing job with critiquing her words. She She's always 100 percent when it comes down to spread uh giving out facts she just i just love i just love watching her on on espn and she seems like the most unbiased reporter there is and i like that about her um period she does an amazing job so you know i kind of thought that was weird you know what i'm saying like during the draft i see people on twitter oh she's always trying to down a black man huh how is she down a black man by literally giving the facts of what this man has done in his career this literally just happened like a month ago a black woman lost her life beyond a gunshot that he was somehow in the vicinity of and we still don't know what really happened because nobody was there we still don't know what happened and that's all i've been saying uh, about that whole situation so again i just want to support good people Again, I'm going to obviously watch Charlotte Hornets games. Um, Miles Bridges is also dealing with the stuff he has going on with his domestic violence with his girlfriend and significant other. It's crazy. And they're still going to sign that man? I don't know. Mm, Very weird to me. I think they should have let him go, and they should have just added somebody else to their team. I don't think Miles Bridges is worth that bad look. Uh, to come back to a team. But, hey, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Again, that's on them. Again, as I said before, Kevin Porter Jr. had a father who literally uh, had a situation happen where he, you know, pleaded guilty, the first-degree manslaughter, served a prison sentence, and later died in a shooting when, uh, you know, Kevin was, was a little baby. So, you know, Obviously, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a very sensitive topic and subject. But, again, you want to support good people, and that's, that's just how I am with things. Not, nothing, nothing personal. This is my podcast. I am able to give my thoughts, and those are my thoughts in that situation. I'm sorry that I went all the way out of bounds. Some people probably listen and probably think, what am I talking about? But I'm just uh, talking about the NBA and um, basketball just as a whole from – 
uh, Asar Thompson to the WNBA All-Star Game and then to uh, Wimby and Brandon Miller. And that'll be it. So thank you guys for tuning into the BCG podcast. Uh, I will be having more episodes. I have a pretty cool interview taking place tomorrow. I'm definitely going to be posting once uh, the interview is is done. But thank you guys uh, for uh, tuning into the BCG podcast. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you.